James Bond Jr. No one can stop him, but scum always tries. Guys, uh, we have an important announcement about the, the future of the James Bond complex. Um, uh, we're going to change the format a little bit. Um, it's still going to be me and Edgar. Uh, but I can stay? You can stay. Oh, thanks. But we're going to do something a little bit different from now on. Um, we're, we're really, uh, we want to talk about our favorite uh, version of the, the James Bond character and his universe, something a little bit more uh radical a little bit uh, more tubular we're gonna change the name actually of the podcast um we're gonna be in now not the james bond complex but the james bond jr complex so uh we're gonna talk about uh the greatest iteration of james bond james bond jr a character car unfortunately two short cartoon series of 65 amazing episodes at uh, from 1991 uh, which led to the best-looking action figure uh, released by Asbro. Uh, they still make the best toys. They're a wonderful company. Uh, hashtag Asbro amazing. Uh, Got to get a moving. Going hashtag JB Junior. JB Junior. Doing it all. No, no. Cause he's heir to the name. Can you do it? Do it again. Cause he's heir to the name. James Bond Junior. Bond. James Bond Junior. Whoa! It's an Aston Martin DB5! But it was uh, flying! Oh, uh, yeah. Of, of course, this is our April Fool's Day episode. We're not changing the name. We're just having a little fun. Uh, but we are uh, going to discuss um, this iteration of the James Bond universe and, uh, and all the related characters. Just for to set the record straight, whose, whose idea was this? Um... That might have been mine. Thank you very much. I have a, I have, I wouldn't call it an obsession about the, uh, this cartoon series. I have a fascination. You're the one sending me links to this and that. I ain't sending you <laughs> nothing as far as links on Facebook chat about James Bond Jr. I I know. Okay, it's unfortunate. I previously mentioned that I, my first uh, exposure to James Bond was mostly uh, Timothy Dan Dalton's uh, second effort. Um, when he uh, did License to Kill. A few years after that, I was probably home uh, from school and what did I come across but James Bond Jr., a cartoon series. And I knew about the character James Bond, but I was still, uh, uh, to, to this day, I'm flabbergasted that how little of James Bond is in James Bond Jr. Oh, we'll get to that, buddy. And so I'm just going to go off the Wikipedia page uh, just to describe the series because uh, I didn't do any notes for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I tried. No... I tried to, but there's so many, so little information. 
I wonder why that is. Is it because nobody cares about James Bond Jr.? It's, it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the next mutation version of the James Bond franchise. It's the part of the franchise that the producers, everyone involved is a little bit embarrassed by it, so they'd rather not talk about it. You know, all the, the entire series is available, I think, on YouTube, and no one has struck any copyright claims <laughs> on it because nobody wants to. Just... No, just nobody go. wants to lay claim to James Bond Jr. So these are they're clearly VHS recordings. You can see the, those funky like, interference back in the day when something weird happened on the tape, and that goes on not throughout the whole episodes we watch, but about two three times per episode. Those lines I've will watched. Appear. I've watched a few more than you did. So it's true. You were telling me I this was uh, well two three weeks ago, maybe more than that. Shortly after our last recording, we weren't really sure. I, I don't remember what the bonus episode was going to be. And then you chat me over Facebook, like, what about James Bond Jr.? And my gut reaction is, oh, that could be charming. That could be funny. You know, when you sign up for something, you go through. You're like Sean Connery and Diamonds Are Forever. When you sign on the dotted line, you're a professional. You do your yeah. job. So I watched the three episodes, but I'm not going to lie. The sooner I got to... <laughs> The day where I started watching those three episodes, the link, the less interested I was in revisiting James Bond Jr. It, it is pretty horrendous, but it's it's just bizarre that it exists. It is, it is the the, the way it exists. Which you showed me a link to a, a very humorous uh, episode. It's in French. So if you if you speak French, great. You can check it out. If you don't, Ska speak Toys. You're curious? Just Google uh, James Bond Jr. Archeo Toys. Um, you're probably going to find it. Um, I'll post it. It's a very f- convoluted way that this... It's funny. It is pretty funny. Well, the, the host is very funny. He's a very yeah. funny guy that's hosting this video, but extremely convoluted, roundabout way, which demonstrates that James Bond Jr. is actually part French, which I had no idea about. So where do we want to, to start, do do we just want like general the- feelings on James Bond Jr.? Would you want to go episode by episode? I, I, th- this time, this is one episode where I am following your lead one hundred percent. You know, this I, is your baby. I, I'll take my lead from the Wikipedia page. Um, so if people are curious, they can actually follow up, uh, f- follow with us at, at home. There's a Wikipedia page for that. Yes, there is. There's a Wikipedia page for everything. So the internet is, you know, that's one thing I I knew is uh, the product the production company is. Uh, the same that did the, if, if I say that, you'll, you'll, you'll agree with me, the Ninja Turtles um, animated series. It's the same animation style, same type of voices. I think it's the personage mm. of, uh, uh, is it Jaws? Sounds a lot like Bebop and Rocksteady. I haven't watched it in such a long time. If you ever do, uh, you'll be surprised. I'll start with the Wikipedia page. So, the animated series for, uh, produced by Murakami of Wolf Swenson and MGM Animation debuted in, on September 30th, 1991 with a total of 65 half-hours episode uh, pr- uh, produced. Uh, James Bond Jr. was voiced by Corey Burton. Oh my God, that's Brainiac from uh, Superman the Animated Series. Uh, while attending prep school at Warfield Academy, James Bond Jr., with the help of his friends, IQ, the grandson of Q, and Gordo Leiter, the son of Felix Leiter, fight against evil organization scum, saboteurs, criminals, un- united in mayhem, a specter-like 
organization expanding on his uncle's uh, famous line James Bond Jr.'s catchphrase was Bond James Bond Jr. That's more like wrecking his famous uncle's catchphrase. <laughs> That's in my case, yes. I'm just going to talk briefly about the characters because uh, the guy they got for uh, James Bond Jr., Corey Burton, who tries to do a British accent, but I didn't. It sounded hit or miss yeah sometimes he sounds pretty British other times he sounds kind of American the guy who did uh, is psychic because uh, now um, Horace Haikyuu Boothroyd the uh, third he does a better British accent but it's very uh, like cartoonish I guess oh everybody sounds like a cartoon everyone sounds Gordo Leiter is like pure like he, he sounds like Michelangelo from Ninja yeah. Turtles um, he's also like surfing Downstairs in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so we'll go with the plot because I, I watched the first episode a long time ago, it seems. Can I share my like my overall sentiments about this? Oh, do so, please. The way... Now, I still didn't like any of these episodes, but <laughs> um, the way I was able to digest them, however painful that uh, <laughs> effort was, was to say, you know what? This is... This does not take place in the universe of the movies. What is this? Of all the timelines, this is clearly the darkest, which is why I propose we commit to being evil. I made us all black goatees out of felt. I suggest you put them on until you're able to grow your own. This is a parallel universe where, yes, there is a James Bond 007 British MI6 spy. He was terrible at his job because Goldfinger's still alive. Our job's still alive. So this guy, he wasn't using his license to kill very much in this version. It's also a version of the world where uh, Jaws was actually uh, an Italian mafioso, where Oddjob was a late 1980s Brooklyn hip-hop artist, <laughs> and a version, and this is what confirms that this is in fact a parallel universe, uh, where a nephew is called James Bond Jr., a nephew. A little rough on you, was he? I suspect I deserved it. If you're anything like your uncle, you <laughs> probably did. I wish I were like him. You know my uncle. Yes, I met him when I was in the FBI. So that's how I was able to sit down and somehow watch these. But I'm not even joking. That's the, the worst part is I am not joking. This is not the movie universe. This it's is not. a different. This is a different universe. It's the cartoon universe. It's uh, it's the worst universe. <laughs> to me, it's like comics, um, especially DC comics. They reboot their universe every once in a while. Uh, some of the, the stuff from previous storylines might be canon. Some of some of it might not be canon. Some of, some of it happened differently than you remember. So it's it's more or less what I think of this universe. Uh, it's, uh, it's the uh, new Fifty Two uh, for my comic book nerd friends uh, version of the comics. If you told me somebody tried to redesign James Bond characters in the nineteen nineties in the nineties. They would look like they do in the, this cartoon. They 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 really are trying to be hip and cool. But the point of using the James Bond license is to use the visual lingo of the franchise. Uh, why would you do that? Why would uh, Hotjob shows up, and you said he looks like a hip hop art. He looks like he belongs on um, uh, Hammer Time music video. Yeah. He's horrible. Why? Why isn't he dressed in his proper valet outfit? At first, I'm like, maybe they didn't have the licensing rights to use the actor's likeness. And then I watch an episode with Knickknack because Knickknack shows up. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't get that. He, he doesn't look like Nick Knack himself, but <laughs> is he, he tall? No, he's short, but he has like a major jaw, and he has a like he, he looks like a, he's horrible. All of them are horrible looking, but Nick Knack sounds exactly like Ervilli Villachay. So oh, yeah, yeah. So it didn't. I, to me, it says they didn't care about uh, licensing uh, uh, actors' uh, looks. So they could have made them look like their film. There was a definite objective of trying to make them look cool. Mm. And I remember seeing an, uh, an article on the marketing of License to Kill, and they really they were really struggling with selling James Bond to new audiences because the kids thought that yeah, you know, James Bond is just the old white dude in a tuxedo. It's really not cool. It's really for my dad. And they well, were not all kids are smart. So yeah, but they they struggle with how to market. Timothy Dalton as James Bond. If you look at the marketing for a license to kill, it's weird. Like I've seen so many concept art from uh, the way they wanted to market this movie. They had they didn't know how to market the no. The finished posters are among the worst in the series. Yeah, although Living Daylights is amazing, but yeah. License to Kill is bizarre. I've seen some concept art, and they, I, I think it's it's where it's 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 coming mm. from. It's a reaction. Against License to Kill, License to Kill is so R-rated compared to James Bond Jr. that they they try to make the least Bondian Bond franchise. It's kind of like when they did Star Wars droids. Apparently, one of some of the producers complain uh, about the cartoon show, the Star Wars spin-off cartoons, and they said, "Oh, it's too much like Star Wars." Well, you're making a, a Star Wars cartoon and. In this case, you're making a James Bond cartoon. Why is everyone uh, wearing uh, frill collars? It's horrendous, and uh, it's the plots uh, are on an on an artistic level. It's it's an ugly show. In fact, not only is 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 it ugly aesthetically, I noticed that. Now I don't know if this had to do with the fact that these were old VHS tapings that are available on YouTube, but I noticed that you know when a team doesn't have that much money to produce an animated feature or short film, what have you. Sometimes the animation will look sl- slow and staccato, like there's cells. Uh, like that. It's the frame rate. Frame the rate. frame rate. That happens a lot in this show. Yeah, you, the um, old Adam Barbera cartoons are guilty of that. They recycle, recycle animation. and they this, it, But it makes this even poor. Like It's not befitting of James Bond branding yeah. at all. But as you previously mentioned, the uh, uh, the Archeo Toys guy the, from YouTube, what he explains and what's fascinating is this series came to be at a time that an Italian uh, businessman with alleged ties to organized crime yeah. bought MGM and had the intention of fusing it with uh, Pate, a French studio. And uh, it was getting it. He got into financial difficulties. Basically, uh, the Credit Lyonnais got stuck into a legal problems. Basically, their fraud happened, and a lot of movie, a lot of people uh, lost their money. It's a, it's incredibly convoluted. Basically, uh, the French people had to apparently pay for the uh, for, to 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 get the studio. Pate out of debt and buy out the uh, uh, the experiment basically, and that that was a 
particularly at their own time that uh, basically all the problems, the financial problems of MGM and United Artists uh, are the reason why we didn't get a James Bond movie between 1989 and 1995. And the only thing we had uh, to during that period was James Bond Jr. and mm. a few video games, if you can count that. That's what they said, the dark ages. Yeah, the really dark ages. I'm, I wouldn't be against the idea of trying this again for the, the franchise, but they, the team they got, the plot, if uh, it's 1991, uh, let's hear uh, somebody pitch me a James Bond cartoon. This is probably the worst idea they could have come up with pretty much pretty much and i think uh, if it was done today i would like to think they'll have learned from this mistake and and make a proper cartoon something that would be along the lines of the batman animated series mm -hmm. where both adults and children can enjoy it it's serious enough for adults it's also digestible enough for kids it's that perfect marriage if they could come up with a concept that tonally and thematically was like the Batman animated series, I'd be more than game to sit down and watch James Bond cartoons. I'd have no problem with that at all. But yeah, the decision-making behind this series, it, it's, it's just so cheesy. I mean, IQ and Gordon Leiter... And the, the Tracy Mel Banks. Yeah, of course her name is Tracy. What else would her name be? And <laughs> I just, I was astounded at how dumb these decisions are. So I've, I'm not someone that's been bitten by the nostalgia bug, anyways. So like, that was. I'm never... guilty of that. I'm guilty. But you know what? It's rewatching these cartoons. I had the same thing that happened to me when I, after I, I think it's the third um, Transformers movie. I'm like, oh, this is so bad. I went back to the cartoons. Oh, the cartoons are amazing. And I watched the cartoons, and to my chagrin, they're pretty goddamn horrible. You want to know something, Matthew? Tilt your head up. Right there. You see those Transformer boxes? That yep. big one in the back? Uh, I'd have to bring it down. I'm sure the year of, of, of its release is, is on there somewhere. But Are they covered in dust? Well, they're, they're in a... The discs are in that box, so the discs are fine, but... Um, I'm going to guess and say it was, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, give or take. And I had no idea that something like that was coming. That's a nice-looking box. And I I bought it on a whim saying, oh, this could be – I haven't watched even, – even eight or nine years ago, I was in, like, my mid-20s. So, like, I'm already pretty much an adult. I said, oh, that, this could be fun, you know. Okay, I won't watch them all on a weekend, but, you know – I, I love the Transformers. They were my favorite toys, that's for sure. That's for certain. Was it my favorite cartoon? It was probably between that and Ghostbusters, but uh, but I liked them a lot. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll buy that. Man, I got to be honest with you. I never got past disc one, and I don't think I watched all the episodes on disc one. And there's like 25 discs in that thing. Ugh. It has been not there. I've been moving around. But that box, as far as activity, has been, quote, collecting dust for eight or nine years. Whatever two weeks was after I bought that box, it's been collecting dust. So, the nostalgia bug, I've, I've never caught that flu. I'm, I don't like James Bond because my mom introduced it to me. I like James Bond when my mom introduced it to me because there were things I picked up on as a kid. Then I picked up on different things as, an, as a teen. Now I'm picking up on different things as an adult. It's different phases of my, like, of my life during which I find James Bond freaking awesome. 
nostalgia is not why I love James Bond. So the nostalgia flew. I just never caught it. Do you want my Transformers box? I sell no, it. To you. No, <laughs> I'm no. never gonna use it again. No, it is, uh, I would use it as a frisbee. But even James Bond. To get back to our main topic, uh, nobody has ever had nostalgia for this for this thing, and it's so bizarre. And the uh, you want to introduce kids to James Bond, and yet you don't use the iconography. He, he, I think it, in the cartoon, the opening, they show him wearing a tux once. Uh, none of the limbs look like themselves. I think I sent you a list, but uh, I have to get you the list of the uh, <laughs> the junior Bond girls. They, they're they're pretty re retarded. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. There's one in, I can't remember if it's the second or third episode where there's like a villain trying to steal the, like an Ed 209 kind of robot. And oh. like the lieutenant is like Shelly... Shelly, so, like it sounds like a shell, like a like a a bullet. Uh, yeah, I have her name, Shelly Casing. Shelly Casing or right. Shell Casing, uh -huh. which was really weird. Okay, she's a lieutenant. You know, clearly she's a little bit, but she's a lieutenant. She's you have to adult. be in the she's army for adult. a while. So, and she's like being wooed. How old is James Bond Junior? I think seventeen. We'll, we'll be generous and say eighteen. That's just bizarre. It's really bizarre. Like, the idea of a teen James Bond is... Who came up with this idea? This is insane. This is... Well, you say that. Again, like I, I'm on record. Fleming for... is doing, like, wheelbarrows in his graves. Is is he doing wheelbarrows in his grave because they published Young Bond films? Uh, young Bond films, excuse me. Young Bond novels. I've, I'm on record for having not read them. I think Young Bond novels are more in tone, at least with the character they're probably i don't know i've never read them eventually i think we will get to them but i don't think they're, they they can be that bad and they take place in the 1930s as far as i know yeah I, it's it's the it's fleming's bond but mm -hmm. as a team so if, if the story if the fleming stories take place in the early to mid 50s then these young bonds must be like i don't know uh early to mid merci beaucoup is one of the names of the bond girls merci beaucoup no comment Teria, Terry Firma. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, oh. Ailey Comet. Guess what? <laughs> guess what she studies? Astrology? Oh, Astronomy. No, 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 no. It's a wait. A student at Warfield whose professor father is kidnapped by agents of scum disguised as aliens from outer space in the episodes Invaders from Scum. Mm. Wendy Day. <laughs> Sergeant Victoria Province. Beautiful. And even the toys. I remember seeing the toys as a kid, and I, I thought they were. Have you, the packaging was like well, the same pink. video of this uh, the French gentleman who explains the history. Mm. He, I mean, I think the point of his channel is toys. Toys, yes. So he's, after spending five minutes in this convoluted story about how James Bond Jr. came into being, he actually gets down and shows us the toys, and they look terrible. Actually, they look terrible. But then again, we just established that the aesthetics of the cartoon are terrible. So why would the <laughs> toys look great, anyways? it's the only as far as i know the only six inch or they're probably more like five inch james bond action figure it's the last time they did not collector market specific james bond related toy okay not like that big chief studios thing that's yeah, those now. or the uh, hot toys version all those uh five hundred dollar action figures they're not action figures they're they're 
man-child dolls. dolls. Man-child dolls. It's expensive, too. Oh, well, that's why they're, they're man-child toys. I mean, you have to be a man-child. And I, I am a man-child to a lot of degrees, but... Uh, no, this is ridiculous. I'm not gonna pay. Like I, I try to limit. I've limit limited my uh, purchases in the past few uh, years, and especially the past few months. And this is not the thing that I would buy. But like, if they did a this decent James Bond like six inch Todd McFarlane type action figure line, I, I shown you. I think I'll repost it. I don't remember where I got the uh, images, but there there were some concept. Uh, figures shown that toy fair i think around 2008 yeah and those never got mass produced i've never seen those hmm. fortunately because they look really good might not be a market for it though but they still made funko pops yeah they did make funko pops that's true there's a market for everything just i guess so so yeah all right so back to jb jr mm-hmm. uh there's a video game i have you tried to play it no <laughs> I didn't know there was a video game. Yeah, there's a video game. And um, it's not going to surprise you. It's pretty terrible. I couldn't, like, you start at in, in a hole and you... What? Yeah, you're kind of in a, in a hole and you have to, like, it's a side-scroller. And you have to jump and, yeah, it's pretty bad. He, he always wear that, wears the same brown outfit with uh, a shield and a cross. It's so... Bizarre. There's nothing that screams James Bond to me. I'm like, as a kid, and you show you show me this, and then you show me Sean Connery, Roger Moore, or anything re- related to James Bond, and you tell me these are related. I it does not compute. <laughs> well, if somebody can explain to me how James Bond Junior is James Bond's nephew, I'd like to. It's not his nephew. That's the joke. Right, the joke. <laughs> it's very funny. The guy has. Uh, a son, he doesn't want to acknowledge the said son. So, uh, but uh, why are my name James Bond Jr.? You, you say you're not my dad that your mom called. Because uh, I am your uncle. Just your dad really likes me and he named you after me. Oh, okay. Because I thought my mom, um, who has a scrapbook with pictures of you and her, said that, uh, oh, no, no, don't believe your mom. Uh, I, I'm your uncle. I'm your uncle. But that this is my own retcon. Aha! Dr. Jekyll, I presume? Oh, Horace Boothroyd, actually. Uh, but my friends call me IQ. James Bond, I'm your new roommate. You must be Warfield's resident genius. <laughs> Not really, but I do like to invent things. That's funny. I watched those... I think I was starting on... We're doing this on Sunday. I think I started on Thursday. I think I was starting work late, so that's when I started... That was, what, three days ago? And I finished on Friday night, which was barely two days ago. I don't remember a goddamn thing that no, I watched. No, pro- it's probably something you could do a drinking game of. I mean, each time he says uh, James Bond Jr., each time there's a, a stupid uh, Bond girl name, or each time that, I don't know, uh, there's a character uh, from uh, the James Bond universe, regular James Bond universe that shows up and doesn't look like... <laughs> like He's supposed to. You just take a shot. Funnily enough, Goldfinger doesn't seem to suffer that fate. He, I, he sort of looks like a cartoon version of what Goldfinger would be like. Kind of. I don't know. He had like the episode you're referencing. He's wearing like a 
a jungle gym type of type yeah, outfit. But aren't they down in the Amazon or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but he wears the same outfit in, throughout the series because back then you designed one oh, character. But you, yeah, with... but you, you have the legs up on me because uh, you've seen more episodes. I, I literally oh. just watched the three episodes. We agreed that Are we would pretty, watch. Yeah, no, I know. But I try to. Uh, he has a daughter that we, uh, I don't think she shows up in that episode. No. Can you guess what her name is? Goldilocks? It's Goldie Finger. <laughs> As I often say, it's a bag of disappointment. Yeah, and it's like a lot of those cartoons. We talked about Transformers, Ghostbusters, uh, Ninja Turtles. None of those shows, when you go back and watch them, none of them are good. No. None of them. Oh, they're... they're there are degrees of badness. Uh, I, I would say that the Transformers is m- probably better than anything, any episode of James Bond. The, uh, the worst episode of Transformer is probably better than the best episode of James Bond Jr. Oh, that may be, but I don't know. I sort of lump them all in the same category where, yeah, sure, I'm sure as a kid I thought it was okay. Although I have no major recollections of watching James Bond Jr. as a child. It, it, I knew it was a thing. And when I sat down this week to watch a few episodes, it wasn't the first time in my life I was watching it. But unlike with Transformers and Ninja Turtles and so on, I, I don't have vivid memories of watching James Bond Jr. So probably didn't, even as a child, it did not make an impact. And as we established in our Phantom Menace episode, I became a fan of James Bond at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And this cartoon clearly did not make much of an impact on me. It made an, an impact, but for all the wrong reasons. It's more like it's the red at, red stepchild of the James Bond franchise. You know, if you compare to other uh, more adult-oriented uh, series or franchises that went the cartoon way, I showed you the, uh, the opening of the uh, 80s RoboCop yeah. cartoon, which is surprisingly uh, in tone for, with the movie. Okay, it's not violent, but the themes of um, corporation taking over, they are like there's more thought in that than in James Bond Jr. I haven't seen the Rambo picture, the, the Rambo picture, the Rambo uh, cartoons, but I, I can't comment on that. But the Ghostbusters, I can. They, they, and they, they create their own universe, but it doesn't, you know what? Now I'm thinking of maybe that's the, the proper influence, Ghostbusters. Because they changed all the characters' look. Egon had blonde hair. Remus had dark hair. Um, everyone has, is wearing a different jumpsuit. And they're, they're kind of changing the look. And that's probably, that's probably more the influence on James Bond Jr. Uh, than um, the aforementioned Ninja Turtles. But it proves one point. All, uh, you can't go back home again. Whatever your cartoon that you enjoyed as a kid, it's just like... Uh, keep your if you have warm feelings about James Bond Jr. and honestly I don't know how you could even me I thought I did and it turns out no I, I didn't watch it much I guess when I watch it I probably didn't even understand English I just watched it and yeah. it never aired dubbed that, that's usually a sign that it's horrible is if it's not it, even playing in other countries in their own language mm, see if it's it's not shown dubbed in French it's pretty horrendous which is fun because we just established that the French paid for it, which is ironic. <laughs> well, they never aired in Quebec. In France, they they aired it very shortly. It got they stopped airing because I'm guessing kids 
hated them. They didn't get uh, good reviews or something. Just not very inspiring either. It, it looks ugly. It moves slowly. It's not very funny. Uh, the, ca- the characters are in, in great hating. Like the, the preppy kid with the... Um, Noseworthy? Is that what his name is? Yeah. It's so annoying. It's spectacularly annoying. You know, they, also, it's the same premise as Scooby-Doo. And I realized a lot of cartoons do that. So you have the jock, the nerd, the babe, and uh, the goofball. Some characters are repeat themselves because they try to fit the James Bond uh, context in the series. But the jock is, you could say that James Bond and Gordo Leiter fit in the character. But Gordo is more like the Michelangelo, the, uh, the, what's it, the Shaggy. The Michelangelo. Yeah, the Shaggy. And then you have uh, Noseworthy and he's the annoying <laughs> And you got the tra- words escape us. <laughs> Tracy, she's more like a uh, April O'Neil. Yeah, so it's, it's it's all regurgitated characters from other cartoons with the name James Bond, which is it doesn't earn. And it's it's probably more fascinating to discuss how it was made, why it was made, than watching it it's horrible i was surprised to learn that there are 65 episodes was this throughout one year or multiple years it's usually episode order it's not like um, a series that have uh, uh, seasons it's they ordered 65 order 65 episodes they produced them it premiered on september 30th of 1991 and it ended on march 2nd of 1992 that thing lasted barely six months basically there was an episode every day yeah, I guess, and then yeah, it just I, ended. If I re- remember, well, it stayed on reruns for eons, but it, it nobody asked for more. I see what you did there for eons. <laughs> oh, I didn't know, even notice. And Michael G. Wilson is uh, one of the producers. He was involved. Like eon, like it's not something. Shame, shame. I'm joking. But I'm exaggerating. I, I, honestly, if I could talk to him about it, I'm like, what were you th- thinking? What happened there? And there's. If somebody wants to do a documentary and do a Kickstarter, I'd be willing to at least put a few a, a few dollars into it. You can't focus only on that James Bond, but a documentary on on James Bond uh, and the legal uh, tra- problems of James Bond because you could focus on Kevin McClory. Tons of books on that, though. Yeah, I know, but the, the, uh, that that aspect has been so like you think Mc, the McClory issue is is something a little bit. Uh, uh, on the DL that they're not trying to address a little, uh, m- much uh, these days, uh, this is times times worse. Nobody talks about James Bond Jr. Like it's like Fight Club. You don't talk about James Bond Jr. Yeah, but the Kevin McClory situation resulted in a somewhat intriguing movie in Never Say Never Again. It also hovered above the franchise when you think about early draft ideas for movies like Spy Who Loved Me, Octopussy. Because uh, there was going to be a blow. I can show you the chapter in the James Bond archives. There was going to be a Blofeld in Octopussy. Actually, really? I, yeah, for real. And it's the movie franchise everybody knows and loves. That's just not the case with James I Bond. I know. It's Jr. never going to happen. I think that that's your, like your sadomaso obsession with it's this not, cartoon showing it. it, it no, but it just... Because people... Like somebody designed the characters. Somebody made the decisions. And why did they make the worst possible decision we're going to design we're going to do a James Bond car- cartoon okay let's do it about his nephew okay he doesn't have a nephew oh he has a nephew now okay uh, 
Well, we can't use any of the villains or the back, the background characters. Oh, we're going to have the uh, descendants of them. We're going to have uh, Miss Moneypenny Jr., uh, Gordon Lighter Jr. Okay, and what about the villains? Oh, they look uh, dusty and old. We're going to make them hip and cool. So we're going to make uh, Fluo and we're going to give him giant metal claws. and Like uh, the James Bond Jr. version of Dr. No. Make him hip and cool. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like an alien. He looks like uh, he took a radioactive uh, tooth, uh, scre- uh, cr- uh, skin cream. He wasn't wearing his badge when he entered Section G. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. So uh, avoid, avoid, avoid. Like watch the opening on YouTube and don't do what we did. Look, man, if on the spot it didn't sound like a good idea, I wouldn't have said yes. So at least that was something. Oh, that could be funny. It's it's not funny. It's not. I don't regret. Like, hmm. Do I? <laughs> you know, Maybe a little. you know, I don't because I'll never have to watch it again. So I'm I'm perfectly. I'm fine. surprised. Can I ask you a question just before we wrap up here? Why did you watch even more episodes? I'm I. You surprised me when I said. That. Honestly, it's an obsession I have. Um, I'm a little bit of a completist. I remember. I was, Okay, when, was, when, you, okay. when you said more episodes, are you talking about 65 episodes? No, no, I didn't watch the entire episode. I, I watched clips. of. I watched a little bit because I wanted to see a uh, design of a particular character. Let's say I wanted to see uh, Dr. No. So I watched the episode on Dr. No. I wanted to see what Knickknack looked like. Mm. And I wanted to like comment on... Because the other characters they invented for the series, I didn't, couldn't care less about. <laughs> for, a, for a second, I, I even considered um, ordering... I told you, I considered ordering the action figure. That lasted out of uh, well, one eBay search. <laughs> when I saw it, I was going to pay $25 for, for it. I'm like, no, God. I'd pay $2 for it. Oh, and even man. then, I think I'd overpaid. <laughs> so I was I was curious to see why. Like, to me. But I'm, I know I'm, I'm the only person on, probably on this planet that, that is... But that put as much work into this kind of an episode <laughs> I sat and, down and I didn't put that much work and, yeah, and you're right it's, it's not even half the work you usually put in for yeah. our usual episodes usually I put a lot more effort but and we have no bo- there won't be a PDF version of a booklet for this episode <laughs> yeah, but there's there's no information about it that's the, the the most information that I got was the French guy with the video that I would, kind of makes you wonder how the hell did he get his information he must have he did what you normally do for our regular show yeah <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I guess it. it, it I, the entire. The, well, it's a scan. It's a financial scandal in France, so it's probably a little bit more. The uh, coverage was probably more extensive in the 1990s than everywhere else. Mm, but could be. Still, it's it's really bad. That's <laughs> pretty bad. No, I, I have no intention of watching. You remember a few weeks ago we recorded uh, a special episode on uh, the James Bond expansion and we had such a good time we said, well, let's make this volume one. There's not going to be a volume two. Oh, no, there's <laughs> Like I was thinking, oh, maybe in the, for next, no, we're never nope. doing this for, like if we ever do a, a, a April's full episode, it won't be about this movie, the, this series. I think, I think the, we're closing the coffin and burying james bond back in the oh yeah grave. there's no fake diamonds here james bond jr is oh, burning at slumber oh, or whatever it's, it's 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 over i mean 
Done and dusted. Yeah. Done and dusted. So, sorry, man, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought we were going to have a good time. We would be laughing. This episode was mercifully short. I'm not going to lie. I went out drinking last night, came back kind of late. You may or may not have noticed that at times during my the, the book and the movie reviews we did today, I was sort of like tilting like this. Yeah, you looked a little bit in pain. <laughs> the, the, the jeans, I'm not going to hide it. I'm tired. I want to get this done. It's been mercifully short. I've been... The, clock has been in the corner of my eye i think we've been barely been talking for maybe half an hour and i think that's enough <laughs> 40 41 minutes what yeah. yeah we'll never do a, a james bond jr honestly if we do a, a, a april's full holiday next year if we i would think of something i have no problem with an april fool's joke episode we'll think of something oh <laughs> uh, yeah th this was fortunately well it's it's over it's one of those things where it's like it was a sounded like a good idea at the time, which it did. It legitimately sounded like a good idea at the time. That's why I said yes. It's not a good idea. That's why I proposed it. And I was like, oh, no, it's really like – and I couldn't find any information. I'm like, there's nothing that funny. It's like it's, – it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. It's true. It's sad. So Final thoughts? It sucks. Final thoughts, Matthew? It's really bad. Oh, there you go. Where um, can we be found? Many platforms, Matthew – uh, most notably, www at the James www at the dot com. We're on Twitter at the Bond Complex, where we have a Facebook page. Please search for us uh, with the James Bond Complex. We have an Instagram account, one that I have been omitting the last couple of episodes. Subscribe on iTunes and give us a five star yes, review. Yes. I have not been saying okay. that one. Uh, please uh, do so. We watched. Three episodes of James Bond Jr. We deserve yeah. a five-star review. Please. You might please. want to take the last, like, ten seconds and paste them into the last two or three episodes because I have not been talking about iTunes. <laughs> I, myself, am on Twitter at double O pop. That's the word double underscore O-H underscore pop. Matthew? Uh, Matt O'Clair. Uh, Matt with two T's. O'Clair. A-U-C-L-A-I-R. Oh, you spun it out this time. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, maybe some of our listeners are not familiar with the French language. but yeah. Could be, could be. Actually, it's pretty unlikely, actually. But nevertheless, I usually like saying, like James Bond, who always returns, I will preface that by saying James Bond Jr. will not return. <laughs> James Bond Jr. died a horrible death and uh, was burnt alive in uh, his ashes where... Uh, dipped in concrete and buried at sea let's just say he was put on that slab of metal on goldfinger's laser but uh oops i expect you to die and he did <laughs> the chains bond complex will return in the bond expansion volume one what? <laughs>